Okay, welcome back everybody. Thanks again for joining us. And we've got two for the price of one today. All right, with APOL. And we've got Jason and Leong Chin. Uh, Jason, Leong Chin. All right, thank you so much for joining us today on the Epic Podcast. Really appreciate it, man. Post-COVID now, if you wanted to call it that, I know things are easing up a little bit more. Um, what have been the event, what have you guys been up to since then? Oh, uh, I think we should, we should point on the, during the, the COVID time. I think COVID time was, was uh, the moment where everything starts to really fix up and everyone was very, very busy. Even until now, uh, during the post-COVID, right, we are still very busy fulfilling our orders to our customers because of the uh, work from home situation. A lot of customers actually find that they really need a, a good quality chair, a chair that really gives them the comfort while they are actually using a long period of time uh, for works, for leisure, anything. So that's why on our side, we are still quite packed. So now we are basically <laughs> in a special room for, for this interview. Uh, the rest of them are still busy down there trying to, to uh, quickly settle most of the orders that they so you're saying yeah. that your orders are completely backed up right now, like you're still fulfilling orders from then? Uh? Yeah, we're, yes, correct. We're still trying to, to fulfill our orders. Currently in our webpage, you, if you really go into our webpage, right, you can find that most of our stock are already sold out mm. and some that is available are basically pre-order stock. We don't really have available stock in hands anymore. So oh. we're trying to, to quickly like, get our supplies in so that we can actually fulfill the orders to our customers. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, uh, with the COVID time, I remember the last time we were speaking, uh, you were completely just full out. You were completely out of stock. Uh, you were doing yes. deliveries yourself, you know? Yes. Um, <laughs> tell me about that time. I mean, you're, you guys are entrepreneurs. You're hustling. You know, and every day mm-hmm. you're putting in the hours. So mm-hmm. people do think that being a boss, right, is all glamorous and there's money in it and all that, but they don't know how you get your hands dirty. Do Tell us a little bit more about uh, how basically you got your, yourself elbow deep in this whole thing. Um, it's, it's more like, I mean, to, to be honest, as, as a startup, when we do a startup, everything has to be done on our own because we need to know the basics. We need to actually fulfill and understand how the customers actually uh, prefer. So a lot of feedbacks we, we wanted to know in hand, on site. So uh, in terms of like doing the marketing, we have to start learning it ourselves, fixing up the chair, understand the problem, how to solve the chair problem, doing delivery so that we actually know like in terms of the convenience side or this, uh, the issue that we're facing in terms of time, in terms of uh, the bring out to the chairs directly to our customer, what are the things and problems that we eventually will face then we have to come back to office and we have to go through the discussion box and, and to put out the points of improvement. So there is a lot of raw, raw things that you have to uh, piece it up and you have to start building up the structure, the base for this. It's very, how should I say, time consuming, handy, but in terms of rewarding by knowledge of this, right, it is definitely, I can say, it's something that is really worth our time to really spend on. Because as you receive the customer's feedback, the, the reviews that we really put for you, it's really to the bottom of their heart. And this is the satisfaction that what we want to provide our customers the, the, in terms of the uh, service and comfort. 
That's great to hear, man. And how many chairs did you guys push out in the last two months? We 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 actually uh as in as in we released a few containers. Yes. Uh, yeah. So what happened because of this like pandemic, right? So our what we plan for the future actually being like brought forward, like Jason mentioned earlier. So sort of like we are working very closely at the moment uh, with our manufacturer uh, manufacturers and all the you know various partners that we have, trying to like meet the demand because uh, apparently we kind of a bit like can't can't keep up. So. So yeah, for the past like couple of months, uh, things are okay for us. Um, we push push out a few containers which we sort of like didn't expect at the beginning of the year. Mm. So there's something that uh we are looking forward to, and at the same time, uh, that comes as uh, some like good problems uh, because of this as well. Because previously we are sort of like didn't prepare for it, and then uh, when this whole thing strikes, right, uh, we sort of like we want to fulfill the customer demand, and after that we need to do a system. And there's a lot of a lot of like collective. Uh, things that are going on uh, right now at the back end to really plan you know for the next stage of uh, growth as well your kraken chairs are, are completely sold out <laughs> now how did I that even how. happen uh how should i say it i think it's 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 more like towards the the direction in, in the past that what we did in the exhibition show remember uh it's more like when we talk to the customer a lot of Feedbacks was being reviewed in terms of the, the issue that they had, similar to what I had in the past. So the Kraken was actually one of the, the best design that is suitable to most common people that has a similar back problem in terms of something to help to support and in terms of the ergonomic is the, the most effective, we should say. Uh, as more customers came in to actually test our chair, they, they found that hey, this chair is actually better than what we, we, we assume or what we have seen in the description online. So words by words, a lot of people start to like recommend friends, family, colleagues. Then bit by bit, more and more people start to ask about Kraken. And when pandemic came in, this becomes a boom. And our Kraken immediately just go up. So let's yeah. start all the way from the beginning because, um, you know, from when, when people think about, okay, you know, I'm going to be selling chairs, I'm going to create a brand for chairs, you know, uh, some people will think Herman Miller. It's like, yeah, but nobody really knows who was Herman Miller and what's this uh, uh, inspiration to design furniture, you know, to, and, and high-end furniture. But in your case, I mean, when the both of you met, how, how did it even happen? First off, you know, where did you all meet and where did this idea of, of starting APOL come from? Wow, this is this is more like a, a story to form up. Okay, how how do you all met, right? Both of us, right? Basically, you know the funny thing is today I just found out, right? Actually, this year, both of us, right, we know each other for twenty years. Wow, <laughs> really twenty years already. Yes, twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> it's twenty years. We we know each other from secondary school around set two, so it's been twenty years. Of knowing each other, uh, how all this uh, APOL story started right, is partly from from my side. Is that uh, we went through we went through the same school, we went through IT, and we served our national service. Then we go back to IT, high tech. Then we go to diploma. After diploma, we graduate. We each go to our own uh, business career. But on my journey to my my business side, uh, the career side, is that while I'm doing my work, 
I'm, I'm facing the back issue, the back problem because of the long hour sitting uh, posture. So it comes to the point that I have to find a proper chair because I've been changing my chairs a lot of times. I think about, we, we tried 20 chairs because I have different, different chairs uh, due to the, the past uh, company that they are in. So I have a lot of different chairs for me to, to swap and really test out. And also I bought some. Uh, so it's the point that I, I can't really find a proper chair to, to really ease my back issue. So that was this uh, thinking that, oh, maybe I should look in some bigger brands. But when I look into a bigger brands, like as you say, Herman Miller or competitors brand, is that the, the price range was kind of the, the range that you're uncertain whether is it worth for your money to actually spend on to me. Will you actually, in the end, when you buy this chair, by later, the end of the day, you find that it's not suitable and you have a big hole in your pocket burn just for the chair that you're purchasing. So it has this, this issue that the, the problem is that the market that we know in Singapore is that uh, a lot of brands are also called Singapore are actually more concerned towards the, the branding. So everyone looks into the brand, but the brands that we know are quite pricey. Then I was like thinking, okay, here comes the entrepreneurial spirit <laughs> that kicks in. Okay, this is, this is because the, the course that we, we learned in school right, is engineering and business, which is uh, allowing us to learn about the prime mentor of uh, the startup. Same as Jovan, Jovan Tan. Ah, yes. Yes, we have the same course. Yeah. So, so basically, we, we get the, the prime mentor in our subconscious where we see an issue, it becomes an opportunity with a business concept. So I find that this is a, a interesting part where it can become a, a business opportunity. But also in meanwhile, before I even enter, I actually went to online to do some like cheap purchase where, you know, during that, that couple of years back it was a very hot platform like EasyBuy where you can actually source from China, we buy a chair. So I, I buy the chair within the budget that I prefer which I think that is suitable. But when I use it for a couple of months, right, you know, the thing is, you do not know what's the quality that you're receiving. So in fact, by a few months later, the, the chair, basically the leg is dented. So it, it becomes that the quality is being compromised. And with the price that you're paying, which I think that it's not really worth the, the money to be spent. How much did so you pay at me, point in time? I think, Together with shipment, it was about 100 plus towards 200. Okay, okay. So, so it's, it's something that I think, okay, maybe we test out something in terms of this. I buy, I use, I don't think it's, it's worth it. Mm. So this comes a very strong uh, push that I was like saying, hey, why not? Let's look into this business. I was telling myself, why not? Let's start something. So in terms of that, that period of time, I was like, basically, uh, going deep into finding a solution for this and in terms of finding an opportunity, a business to, to do. So I was like looking into different brands, but before that I was also looking into like team. Because to me, uh, if I want to start a business, it was something like I would prefer I have a team to work together. So during that time, Yongqing was basically working as a property agent. 
So, so it is it is this part where where I have to convince him to leave his property agent or so-called the property uh, license aside and to jump into a uh, uh, uncertainty, yeah, un yeah <laughs> uncertain uh, situation where where this is this is unknown because when you do a startup, you will not know where you are going to land to. So this is the part where I I told him because but before before he is being convinced by me, right? In the past, after our graduation, we did some of the little e-commerce business. Like we're trying to sell a bit of like small things, trying to see what are the trends, interests. So we, we can actually practice our uh, understanding in terms of the business. What we learn in school, we try to build up a little small e-commerce business. But it is not very successful. So by the end of the day, each of us actually just do our own job, back to our normal life. And because of this chair, I came back to him and I tell him that um, I tried and I see there is this strong potential inside and I felt like uh, we should really go towards this direction and I tell him one one story is about legacy like by the end of the day what do you really want in your life what do you want to set for your life something like just a normal basic uh, working hours or someone who can change the concept of in the in the industry and to basically improve what is not being done in the, the business world or the knowledge direction towards the consumer side. So those are things that I I I told him, which he himself he find that there is there is a points that he would like to actually find out and to do more. So of course we uh, eventually, he was being convinced by me, so he joined in. Then uh, together, I convinced another one. So basically, we have three percent. So I'm I'm the first. Then I got him in. Then I got the other one. Uh, the other one is basically to help us to handle the the financial uh, parts, all those monetary accounts of this. So he's a he's a the back support, which is the bringing one. Then do the the back operation. So we are the two trying to explore in terms of the market and the product side. So to, to actually fulfill what our customer, which is what you see today, APOL. Right. So those are the things. Okay. Wow. This is a very interesting story. Friends of 20 years coming together, yeah. <laughs> roping each other in, you know, uh, basically, it sounds like y'all are trying to scheme each, uh, like scheming each other all the time. <laughs> Come in and do this one. You know, but it's, it's pretty cool that y'all have brought this brand together. Now, um, for benefit of a doubt, or at least, sorry, for the benefit of all the uh, uh, listeners, all right, what does APOL stand for? Uh, APOL stands for a piece of lifestyle in, in, in the full length of the name. Yeah, so from the, uh, from the very beginning, right, uh, we sort of like want to set a, a different direction, like from the typical or traditional like, gaming chair or label that's, that's going to have if you're going to you know, launch this product. So that's a very initial uh, stage that we why why we launched APOL instead of like some instead of some like fanciful names or some like gaming kind of name. So that that's the direction that we saying in the beginning. So yeah, so that's a lifestyle. So that we want to involve our lifestyle right around the main product, which is a chair. So yeah, that's how we got the name of a piece of lifestyle. Ah, I see. So that's how it came about. Then then when yeah. you first started it out, right? Like I mean, uh, uh, Jason, you were mentioning earlier on that you moved mm -hmm. in Longchin and then you had one more person coming in. Did did you all have to sit down and go, okay, look, for us to start this out, 
um, we got to travel overseas. We need to find manufacturers. We need to find distribution channels. Uh, what were what was it that you started out with first? That initial discussion, if you could remember. Uh, so so the, the the first stage when I gather the team, uh, the first thing that we we had our we, we didn't go through a very in depth uh, towards the, the the plans that we're going to set. It's more like we were actually started off uh, with the intention of giving the choice to the customer. So we actually found uh, different types of chair uh, in terms of different designs. Then from there, we, we basically do the understanding in terms of the customer's direct feedback, in terms of the, the types of chair that they prefer. Then we do the so-called product selection towards what we really want before we really enter into the so-called APOL branding. So only the part where we, we understand that uh, the market and uh, the consumer's uh, preference, right? Then we start uh, going in by in, uh, we place the, the orders with the manufacturers we found during online. Then of course, uh, as we slowly grow, we, we find that there's a necessary for our communication to be closer. So uh, we, we flew down to China to meet up with the manufacturers to talk furthermore into the details of our branding and the types of chair that we really prefer uh, that is more beneficial. So that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the plan. So if you, if you ask in the start, did we really do out the so-called full-scale planning? No, we, we really didn't. Because a lot of things that what later we found is that um, no matter how you have prepared yourself, those are the, the directions that is only for us. We only think on our side, but we don't know what is the customer's preference. So it's only as we communicate with the customers, as we get more involvement with the consumers, then we know. So it started to, to mow up the, the whole shape of APOL. Right. And what was the initial capital investment uh, or capital injection that maybe did you all have to do it personally or take a bank loan to just get it started? Uh, we didn't took any bank loan. Uh, we, we put in some of our own personal savings. Then later, we, I managed to get an investor to pump in the, the money in after we have shown a certain result. And basically, the interesting part, the investor is basically my boss when I was doing my uh, career. Yeah. Interesting. So that's how it all started. In interesting that you have all these connections. I mean, just, uh, and, and, and you weren't afraid to go to your boss to get the investment or at least your former boss to get the investment. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, so it's, it's because he is, because the, the, the career that I was in before I started APR is that I was working in this uh, investment company. So basically they are doing investment. So they look in terms of investing to companies, investing to bonds, shares, and properties, buying properties. So to me, to, to show him that the opportunity that I, I have over here with this business concept is a lot easier because he's an investor. Of course, the things that he wants to see is the result that we have, which we really have. That's why it's a lot easier and because of the long years of working together. So it's a lot easier for, for him to to be convinced and to actually join as an investor. 
Right. And uh, when he came on board as an investor, right, um, did he come on board uh, as more of a mentor or really somebody who is looking for capital returns? Uh, he is doing more like, uh, in the start, is like partial mentor. He is trying to, to help out so that uh, the, the process of our business is able to kickstart smooth enough. Because as you know, when you try to kickstart, there's a lot of uncertain things. So he was trying to use his experience to share with us, to urge us on some of the points that uh, might be concerned. So uh, as we proceed on, as we start launching our brand into the uh, exhibition to the public, more uh, wider area of like brand awareness, he basically stepped from a mentor back to uh, just an investor because he wants us to actually learn on site and do it ourselves. That's what he, he hopes uh, we can actually achieve from. Oh, that's really interesting. It's, it's quite yeah. to actually get that kind of, um, that, that mentorship, I think, because at least he knows when to step back rather than go, hey, hey look, hmm. my money is in there. I want this back. <laughs> you know, then they start to strangle you a little bit. Uh, um, so oh, another thing I wanted to also find out from the start, when you first had your vision of what APR was going to be, and you started your business. How different has it become now that you're elbow deep in the whole thing? Okay, so so what's the di big difference? I should say is somewhat still similar, uh, because our our kickstart was ideally is to solve the uh, the difference in terms of the comfort, in terms of the range that uh, consumers normally will face. So those are the things we started off by. In the same direction until now is is actually still the same. Of course, if you ask me in the future, will it be the same? We won't be able to tell you what what is going to be, but most probably it will still be the same direction because our aim was to provide the consumers the the comfort of the seat. So there's never been a need to um, change the direction or at least make tweaks to say that, okay, look, um, uh, maybe this market is more suitable than the other, but you've been sticking to your guns and going, we can do this. Yes. Oh, fantastic. This is really good to hear. Because many a times, especially times like these, you know, there are quite a number of people who are jumping ship or, or trying to find ways just to make things work. You know, but it's great to hear that uh, you know, a local brand uh, uh, like yours is really pushing forward and sticking to the plan. I think that's that's an amazing thing, you know. Um, now, when you've analyzed the current market, right, and the competitors uh, uh, moving on with this, where do you find your place? I mean, it's very uh, interesting to hear a startup like you, like what you mentioned. There are many of big boys, many also local brands and competitors. But how do you determine and say that this is my place? I'm cementing it right now. I think at the start, in the very beginning, kind of struggled a little bit on this area. But as we like, as we go into like deeper into the business, we kind of understand like the customer pain points. And in general, we find that uh, there's a gap in the market in terms of like the price you pay and then the and compared to the value of being created. So what we're going to do over here is basically to have like, you, let's say if you pay like a certain amount of money, then you can you're going to have like 10x the value you're going to get. So that has been the direction uh, for us. So for us, in, uh, what we can say is um, we, what we're trying to do is to build a complement of product uh, around the main product. So the main product would be, uh, I mean, the chair. Yeah. So um, then we'll, we'll based on a like customer pain point, such as like they say, oh, we need a better 
lumbar support, for example, or you need a better some sort of accessories. So we'll go back and then think, go back to the drawing board and then think about it, and then see how we can you know give this to the to the customer. So yeah, so what we feel uh, that the market in general has um, just been selling chair by itself. So it didn't really uh, complement like what are the other uh, sitting experience that they can have in additional uh, to the chair, which is the main product. So uh, moving forward, we will have like, uh, in fact, now we have like premium pillow, footrest and things like that to complement uh, as an ecosystem sort of uh, on the main product. So I, I think that this is something that we can look into uh, because uh, most of our competitors, right, um, um, still um, have this like just a chair only model kind of. Yeah, I completely understand what you mean. I mean, um, a lot of the time, right, we're thinking that, okay, the chair looks nice or, you know, it should be comfortable, you know, but um, you're looking in the market right now, ergonomic chairs can range between, you know, um, $150. There are some, like what you've mentioned, right? You bought from Easy Buy, Jason, yeah. about the time. There still are, right? Uh, all the way to your $1,200, where you can actually pick it up from, from uh, certain retail stores. They've got it there. So the main difference right now is you're looking at quality, value, and of course a good price point, you know, of, of, of what it is. And when you tell this to your customers, right, how do you convey that belief to them? I think that it depends on the. I mean, there's a group of customers that actually came down to the show and test chairs. Uh, there's a group of them whereby they test. They are, they are savvy customers, so they they themselves they do their own like study and sort of like research. So they go around like, testing other brands as well. So end of the day, uh, they sit on like uh, I mean all the brands and they have come to a com uh, certain conclusion why they want to buy a certain brand. So for us, it's always going to the uh, in terms of like value, in terms of like what are the pain points that we can solve. It's not so much of like you know you get a certain brand or a certain chair, then this is what you this is what you're going to pay for. So uh, how we address the customer is always through like uh, what are the benefits of sitting on the chair and what are the things that you can you know get uh, from us and then. Uh, it will help you resolve whatever problem you have in terms of like this sitting related problems. I I actually noticed on your website, right? You've got something like a partnership with Scoot, or or were they one of your clients? How does that work? That's a that's a client. <laughs> that's a, that's a client. Client. Yeah, yeah. So what happened back then was uh, they had a shift in office. Uh, in one of the Changi terminal, yeah. So they approach us uh, on the chair. So we work together, and then uh, sort of like we, yeah, we, we saw them on the chairs, uh, Yeah. Oh, for a moment, yeah, I, thought, <laughs> I thought all of a sudden, right, our flights are going to be having. Oh uh, no, no, we, we hope we hope that, <laughs> that probably the directors of sudden, you, you guys are like CAAS approved uh, for security, uh. <laughs> you the directors will see this uh, podcast, and probably they can consider that. <laughs> well, it could be. It's a good idea, right? I mean, hey. Um, look, who was it? I, I think recently in the market you saw, right? Osim is uh, partnering another yes. brand. Yes, Predator. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, the massage. Yes. Yeah, correct. So, um, but they again, their positioning is about being a gaming chair, whereas APOL is really about for those who are working in the office, those who are working from home, uh, and I think those who are who in general, right, just want a more comfortable uh, chair. Is that would that be right to say? Yes, basically it's what we call it uh, a lifestyle chair. Lifestyle chair. So that's um, that would be a segment by itself, I think. Yes. <laughs> and um, earlier on, right? Um, what 
I, I'm not sure whether or not this is something that you'll be able to divulge, but what are really your plans for the future? As it is, you said that uh, you won't be able to say, but I'm sure that you've already got an inkling to, like, uh, would you be going into um, maybe, let's say, for example, um, other forms of office chairs? Or are you going into other forms of uh, lifestyle furniture? Is, is that in the pipeline? Um, I think we are pretty much very focused on the main furniture itself uh, because at the moment, from what we see, right, it's, we are still scratching the surface. Uh, there are still a lot of things that we can do uh, in terms of like, you know, just the Singapore market itself, then after that we can go and go to oversee markets. And then the product itself, um, we are always looking for like, ways to how to improve it in terms of like, quality, comfort, and you know, how to make the chair a better chair in, in, in a sense. So uh, we're, pretty, we're still pretty, pretty young. Uh, so I think at the end of the day, uh, that is our focus. Focus should, should still be on the main product itself until, you know, I don't know when, but that should be at least for the coming plans out there. Yeah, we're still, still growing basically. Mm -hmm. So, okay, enough about business per se. Lah. But I mean, I would really like to find out about the both of you as entrepreneurs. You know, um, that in itself is really what this whole podcast is about. Uh, we do want to talk to as many entrepreneurs as we can, as many um, business professionals as we can to find out what inspires them and really what gets under their skin, you know, like what gets them drive or, or at least what gives them the drive and what keeps them driven. So on your end, uh, let's say, uh, uh, Liang Chen, you know, let's, uh, why don't you take this one? Um, throughout this entire journey, right, what has been the lowest point, uh, as an entrepreneur uh, and how have what what was it and what did you have to do to bounce back that's quite a few low points <laughs> I mean um, in the beginning it was like uh, when sales are not good for example that, that's like that's one of the main concerns right because uh, sales is can say uh, it's oxygen of like many businesses or impact all businesses right so in the beginning when we are just we launched we first launched a chance then um, and sales is not good. It's something that we really, really think to is it a problem? Is it a product problem? Is it a marketing problem? Is it a, is it our problem? You know, we, we kind of like think of, of where is the problem? Um, yeah, but so that, that was back then where uh, you have this doubt in yourself that something went wrong. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, we have to push through because we learn a lot through this journey, and then um, really the journey taught us taught us a lot of things. Right? So in terms of like how you want to market, how is your business model, all this literally um, as you progress um, will come to play and then you, you, you sort of like learning through, through the journey. So to me, I, I think in general, um, when sales are bad, I'm pretty sad <laughs> in, in the beginning. <laughs> and what were the, you know, uh, you all came from uh, schools of business, you know, in that sense, right? You learned, you studied business. What were the lessons that they couldn't teach you in school that you learned through the School of Hard Knocks? Um, um, that's that the world I, I of business is not fair and everybody treats it like shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel that that could be, uh, I, I think that we, we can learn things like a lot faster in a sense because I read, okay, this just, just to share what I think about, you know, the edu uh, education system. So, um, I mean, not to discredit anyone. <laughs> yeah, because um, what we learned is theory, right? I mean, of, of course, that's useful. But what I realized when I started this, or in fact, in a working life, right? Uh, we can learn, we can actually like, learn things a lot faster. 
So we, we uh, because in school normally you, you learn of uh, you learn a bunch of things and then you use only a few. But uh, when you come up to come up to work on your business, you only learn like the things that you need. So let's say for example, uh, when we first started off, there obviously there are a lot of things that we don't know in terms of like marketing, website building, how to do a funnel, how to do a business model, and things like that. So those are things that we are lack of, and then we straight away like you know go go and learn that thing. So um uh probably uh I could give you another and analogy let's say if i today want to uh, want to manufacture or build a pen for example i don't go and like study like you know like 101 things about pen i go and study like what are the things that i needed to build this pen yeah so i i think that that can really like speed the learning a little bit more like, faster so that's what something that i think is to me is an aha moment <laughs> yeah and Jason, for yourself, um, I mean, as a, you know, as a founder, CEO uh, uh, kind of mentality, uh, you know, uh, what's your daily regime like waking up in the morning and what's the first thing that you think about in all this? I think it's, it's more like now after we have already set up the APOL, it has become something like my second home. So it's, it's basically like the first thing that you wake up is like basically you have a baby, right? And imagine you have a baby. You, the first thing that you wake up or the things that you wake up, even if let's say someone goes inside, the first thing that you think is actually what should I prepare next? What are the things, what are the, the routines or what are the, the operations that I'm going to plan this week? So it becomes something like a very uh, focused towards like uh, the job. Everything is about the job. Uh, when you're at home, maybe you're, you're just having a chat or maybe anything that you're doing. It's, it's always about how we can improve. So it becomes part of your life. It's like growing this baby together. It's, it's every single moment you have to always keep reminding yourself that, okay, there is a, there is a set of things that you have to get prepared. There's a set of things that's coming up next, a meeting that you have to, to quickly go on. Uh, Everyone has to move forward. So it becomes like, uh, uh, how should I say, um, basically your, my lifestyle. <laughs> the piece of lifestyle has joined into me and it's part of my lifestyle now. That it is how I am. Yeah. <laughs> so when you go through every day, right? I mean, how, how do you stay focused? There are some, okay. Uh, I was, I've always been told that entrepreneurs, right? Have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And they come frequently. <laughs> so how do you stay focused and not let these things beat you down and you can still stand up and go, hey, look, it's just another Tuesday for me. I, it, it is, yes, definitely. It's like uh, we've been through one of the, the lowest point. In, basically, I mean, in other interviews that we, we did talk about, it's like it does shaken the whole company. That was the, 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 the toughest one. That how we managed to actually pull through how, how I managed to actually go through is that always put yourself in, in those kind of like positive understanding. We learn to understand, we learn to solve. If we just embrace the problem and if we just think that this problem is going to be the problem as a, uh, a result and, and an answer, then that is not going to be a, a good result. Don't allow your emotion to overtake yourself. Look at the situation as an opportunity. 
for you to learn and progress. Always put your mind as a very understanding in terms of whatever situation that comes in. So it, it will help you in terms of the toughest time, it always helps you uh, to actually uh, think of another direction. Then from there, it's back to the so-called teamwork. Because to me, I'm very focused in terms of uh, teamwork, team bonding. To have a good team, it's not easy to find. So if I have a team that is, is towards all the strength and we know each other for a long period of time and we have the bond that we should embrace this as one of our advantage that when things are bad there are the three of us you are not alone everyone is here we're in the same shape everything is, is basically we can go through as long as we put our hearts together it can be done so that is the, the part I, I, I just want to add uh, i think sometimes uh, we, we might try to remind ourselves right uh, to, to think long, longer term mm -hmm. uh, because uh, I mean we always think of like oh, what's the next goal want to meet what's the objective what's the next month sales and things like that and, and yeah and order to do this uh, to do this right so uh, sometimes it does feel a little bit of stress but uh, if you look at over the horizon like over the longer term period like a few years down the road uh, we kind of and then measure it by like progression we kind of like realize that hey, actually we are, I mean we are doing okay of course problems are there but then uh, that will help at least for me uh, to relieve like, certain stress uh, as in because I'm not so like you know short term and then thinking you know every time like pace by pace uh, objective by objective goes by goes and that will really create unnecessary stress so probably create longer uh, look longer term over the horizon that will at least uh, help a little bit and speaking of stress and all this uh, yeah. how do you um, take care of yourself because in order for you to be able to take care of the people under you you know you got to make sure that your sound body sound mind but what do you I mean each of you actually do to take care of yourselves well I mean to to me I I will basically uh, read towards uh, maybe like books or this for, for knowledge because knowledge is the key thing uh, for you to actually understand and for you to reflect uh, again that those are the, the things that maybe it can be something more like are you a infinity mindset or you are infinity mindset so, so those are the, the little things that we can actually learn from in terms of inspiration books or these leadership books that we can actually start uh, grooming ourselves then that will be something that uh, will be very helpful of course in terms of other things I think more likely to me is that uh, maybe have necessary exercise because by the end of the day we'll find that maybe we are too stressed we, we don't have enough sufficient kind of like exercise to, to keep ourselves active so to me maybe this kind of these two things will be more suitable but uh, I, I think <laughs> I think the easiest way is to sleep though. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean honestly honestly <laughs> so, so Shin, your, your life is basically work sleep wake up work sleep wake up I know, I mean, as in, uh, sleep early, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you line of work, to... you can, man? Huh, sorry? You can, man? Yeah. Sleep early? Uh, try my best, uh. <laughs> you know what, what we can do? Is early in the morning, 3am, 4am, ah. What is that uh, what no, you mean by <laughs> No, actually, what we did is, one of the, the techniques that we do is power nap. So what we use in, in, uh, in office, the good thing about what, what we have in, is our chair, right? 
that's all about product. So what we do is we do power naps. So we will lean back, we climb back, then we have this like maybe five minutes to uh, 20 minutes kind of power nap. So this is during our break time. So we get sufficient kind of like refresh ourselves. Then we start and once we wake up, this thing will just pump in with the energy. Mm. Try something new. Uh, I want I want to try like meditation and <laughs> so if you have like any you know uh good like links up a uh, link up uh yeah I, I think it, I think it's a good it's a good way to really uh compose yourself in general compose yourself uh, keep your mind uh, at least uh, stable or you know uh, you know compose now I think we can like be more effective or efficient yeah so. So I, I think that helps. It's something that I've not tried before. I, I think I, yeah, I read it recently, but I, I, yeah, maybe I'll try it someday. <laughs> true, true, true. I, I think it's really useful. Uh, uh, there are actually some uh, companies right who actually uh, do like for example yoga sessions, right? Uh, during like say fifteen to twenty minute yoga sessions. Um, the Americans have no, the Japanese have been doing their whole pep talks in the morning kind of thing, and uh, they also do the power naps as well. Um, I forgot there's a specific timing that they actually allocate and what they actually say is that you drink your coffee first and then go and take your power nap so that the caffeine kicks in <laughs> and you, when you wake up you're just like okay I'm ready to go so it's they're oh, all, all timed you know for, for them okay. yeah meditation on the other hand is going to take a little bit more work lah, in that sense um, but to what I hear it is still a very very good thing um, uh, important thing again um, I think uh, Andrew, Andrew Sandok, one of the other speakers I mentioned before, you have to nourish your mind, you have to nourish your body, and you have to nourish your spirit. These are the yeah. things that has to be done in order for uh, you to have that win for the day. I, I, if I'm not wrong, he was quoting Robin Sharma, I think. Robin Sharma? Robin Sharma? Yeah. So these are all those motivational books that he, he enjoys reading too. Okay. Yeah. That's a good tip, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is what it's all about. It's all about sharing information and, and we all learn from each other. There's no... So I realized that um, when I first started out this whole thing, right? I was thinking, oh, should, is there a silver bullet I can find that everybody can follow, you know, and it becomes that winning formula? No, there's no such thing. I realize everybody's journey is different, but yet somehow or rather, right, everybody goes through the same shit just in a different form. Everybody has to eat the yeah. same shit sandwich. It's just whether or not, you know, how you're eating it. That's it. But we still yeah, yeah. that sense, you know. Yeah, so um, on on your end, right? Um, when the both of you come together, I I've been interviewing single business owners most of the time, um, and this is the first time that um, I have a duo, you know. But since you have also another partner, that would have make made you a threesome, lah. But uh, <laughs> as awkward as that sounds, um, how do you come together, right? And 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 align those key beliefs together, making sure that everybody is thinking the right thing. And if anybody goes offline or misaligned, you know, then there's some butt kicking and you come back to work. Actually, here, here is the, the, the good part about having the three of us is that, you know, I mean, as a, as a fun point, that is that let's say you have a one-on-one argument with your partner, the third one will be able to kick in to be the winning vote. That is something that we, we've been through that. Uh, the best part is that you always have not just one another. There is always the, the third party will help you to stabilize or neutralize the situation. Depends on uh, what is the, the cause of the situation. So each of us will become one of the particular role to neutralize whatever unnecessary uh, 
problems that occurs uh, during the discussion or problems that suddenly appears that we immediately have to uh, resolve or a certain disagreement that we do not want to uh, take on. So, so it's, it's very nice. I mean, if you have 4-4, four, four, so basically imagine you have both side balance, then we'll never have a proper agreement. There will always be my rights and your rights. So the third one just fits in nicely as, as a very neutral party where each of us can represent that, that middle role. This is, the, this is the interesting part about as having a, a teamwork together. Okay, so a uh, rule of thumb uh, for this episode would be if you're looking for partners, right, make sure your company is made <laughs> out of odd number. <laughs> Never ever stick to even number. If not, uh, it becomes a stalemate. <laughs> Okay, thanks for sharing, uh, guys. Now, I'm, I'm, we're going to move on to the last segment of uh, the right. Epic Podcast, which is basically um, a little bit uh, of a rapid-fire question uh, session that we mm. can have with you uh, so that the listeners right, can actually just very, very quickly uh, get to know you and get a glimpse of who you are you know, as, as uh, individuals. So um, what we'll do is that I'll be asking the question, after which we'll get uh, Jason to answer first, and then uh, Leong Chit. How about that? Okay. 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 All right. So um, let's get started with the epic questionnaire. Now, one word that I love the most. One word that I love the most. Life. Happiness. Happiness. One word that you dislike the most. Sadness. Emotion. <laughs> This guy's stone cold robot, man. <laughs> if you could have a conversation with somebody um, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would that be? I think it's more like, I, I would, okay, Einstein, the inventor. For me, Russell Brunson uh, is a marketer. Oh, Richard Branson. Uh, Russell Brunson. Russell Brunson. Yeah. From, okay, I'm gonna have to check out his works. Interesting. Oh, you can yeah, Google uh, ClickFunnels. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, what do you say to yourself every, in the mirror every morning? Treasure myself. Treasure on what I'm working on. Um, you have come through a long journey. It's, it's not easy, but treasure. That, that's what I will always tell myself in the morning. I'm alive. <laughs> Favorite dish to eat? Pata. Egg. Okay. Egg. <laughs> no, I think you, that's why you need a third one. Huh? I can understand. <laughs> okay. Favorite travel spot or the next... Uh, travel spot that you would like to go to when uh, borders open up? Japan. Switzerland. Moving on. What does retirement look like to you? I don't feel like retiring. <laughs> um, have the decision uh, to make choices. <laughs> Uh, whatever decision I want to make. Okay. And uh, how do you want to be remembered? What's your legacy? 
the one who managed to overcome uh, the the difference in terms of like how people look at you because of the the background I am uh, from where I'm from. So uh, I hope that by the end of the day, the legacy that I bring down is to inspire the younger generation in terms of startup, in terms of education. There is always this hope, as I'm from ITE, so people may talk that from ITE, your journey will be not as successful as, as whatever who has went through a higher education. That is what I want. Um, a person of value? Yeah, as in, because um, actually during our work, right, um, I sort of like enjoy, because we have like interns in the, in the company, so I sort of like enjoy uh, you know, guiding them and seeing them grow. So uh, there's, a, there's a form of uh, satisfaction. So I hope that, you know, at the end of the day, right, uh, I, could, I could like provide value in terms of like my knowledge or whatever I could provide uh, to the people around me. So at least they, they remember, like, you know, how I helped them in the past. So, yeah, a personal value. All right, and that wraps up the epic podcast for this week. Thank you, gentlemen, for your wonderful <laughs> session. Thanks so much. And if you've watched all the way to the end, thank you very much. And please check out APUL, go to their website, check out their chip. If you are keen, uh, pre order, and I hope that you'll get it soon because they're backed up. Okay, so in the meantime, all right, from the epic podcast, I'm Edric. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.